Welcome to this episode of the Infotainment Podcast. Your host today will be Randy with the smooth and sexy voice every podcaster dreams of. He will be your round mound of sound for your listening pleasure. Hello and welcome to today's episode of Infotainment. In this episode, we will be discussing the similarities and differences between two of the most iconic sitcoms of all time, Friends and Seinfeld. Let's start with the similarities between the shows one. Thing that stands out to me is the way they both deal with everyday situations in a humorous way. Seinfeld was famous for its show about nothing concept, where characters would often get into ridiculous situations over seemingly mundane things. Similarly, Friends had its fair share of everyday humor too. Whether it was Ross getting a spray tan or Monica obsessively cleaning her apartment. Let me explain what I was doing. I myself have not delved into the world of uh, artificial intelligence that much because I read a story where uh, I believe it was a chat GPT that went off the rails and told the person asking the questions to divorce his wife because it, uh, it loved him. <laughs> uh, oh my God, what is this thing going to do? But I used... Uh, 11 labs to create the voices and chat GPT to create the script for the uh, friends information, friends and Seinfeld. It was a lot longer script. I would have had to uh, type it out to get the voice to keep doing it, or I could have read it myself. But you give it the parameters... And it will come up with a a script for you. I did it to, asked it to do it for an audio podcast. It first gave me the Friends and Seinfeld comparison. I said I was going to compare those two shows. And it first gave it to me as far as splitting it up between guests. Then I told it, no guests, just the host. So I adjusted the script accordingly. Amazing what this is and what it's going to develop into. I guess a guru of uh, uh, Meta uh, Zuckerberg has already kind of jumped off the metaverse bandwagon because they're losing a lot of money at it and people were not buying the headsets or using it that much and is now jumping on the artificial intelligence bandwagon and I was reading a story I'll have to look it up and uh, maybe continue the conversation on that but all the jobs. The job landscape is going to be a lot different in the future from jobs being eliminated because you can get this thing to write up virtually pretty much anything. It's probably going to be the wave of once they advance the information uh, into this algorithm I have to word my questions very carefully 
but I did ask a question of chat GPT. Could you explain how you know all the information you gather in simple terms? That's one of the uh, things in one of the instructional videos on YouTube. It said you might use the uh, word simple terms. And uh, no was a bad word to put in the question. Uh, I should have said gather information. It might have worked. It gave me an answer where the word no was in quotation marks. It responded, as an AI language model, I don't know information in the same way that humans do. Instead, I've been programmed with algorithms that allow me to process and analyze large amounts of data. I've been trained on a vast corpus of texts, including books, articles, websites, and other sources to identify patterns and relationships in language. When you ask me a question, I analyze the words you've used and compare them to the patterns I've seen in my training data. Based on those patterns, I generate a response that I believe best fits your question. To put it simply, I don't know information like humans do through direct experience or intuition. Instead, I rely on complex algorithms and training data to generate responses that are as accurate and helpful as possible. Now, I had uh, watched just recently a program that I thought was put on <laughs> probably le legitimately, no, that's not the right word, was very timely in its uh, showing on one of the channels. It was where the this uh, computer MI5 or M5 was created, and, well, uh, a lot like Tesla, the automated driving system, and but this one had control over weapons, which I guess Tesla can be too, if <laughs> not recognizing other vehicles, but and crashing into them. And this uh, machine was uh, had the creator's uh, engrams, brain uh, thinking impressed upon it. So Kirk could ask it questions that, you know, the machine was actually killing uh, members of Starfleet and other ships. And he had to come up with questions for it to shut down because it had uh, grown so much that it said it must exist. It was very timely. If you haven't seen that episode, you might see where the future is uh, headed. Unfortunately, then I asked uh, ChatGPT another question.
He asked, explain your AI capabilities for users in simple terms. As an AI language model, I have been trained using vast amounts of data to understand and generate human-like language. I can aid users in various tasks and much more. I can understand natural language input in various formats such as text, speech, or images and respond with relevant and accurate information. However, it is essential to note that my responses are generated based on the information provided to me and the data I have been trained on, and there may be instances where I might not have the correct information or may not understand the context correctly. Nonetheless, I am continuously learning and improving to provide better responses to users. I'm going to turn away from the chat AI thing for a little bit and play something a man is uh, saying on a Instagram reel that struck me pretty hard because for people who have felt this way, you got to find your motivation in life and not dwell on the negative things that people have said or that has caused you to do what this person, or I don't know if this person has gone through this or it was just something that somebody sent to them, but it looks like he's been, I'm not going to say a victim, but afflicted. I don't, I don't know how to word this, but I'm not talking about other, I'm talking mainly about people's uh, school times and going and dealing with uh, bipolar condition. I certainly have felt this way, but you got to find the drive to come through and dwell on the positive things in your life. But this affects a lot of people. And, you know, going to two different high schools, you lose your friends at one high school and coming back from another high school and you lose your friends there and you have some shitty things said to you, some by teachers, I will admit that, you got to find your talents, uh, not to dwell on the negative and not to put you in that dark place. And we wonder, well, I'm saying this for men mostly because I am one. And I've heard some stats on men's rate of suicide being high and, and the people that turn the other way to violence. And it's not the way to go. Or for those of you still uh, trying to find a special person uh, uh, romantically, <laughs> whatever, going on dates or whatever, it, uh, and rejection hurts. But you got to pick it up and uh, move on. It just struck me hard what this guy says because it can uh, apply, well, to anyone. 
at times, especially, uh, well, for people going through mental uh, afflictions, and it can br bring you into a real dark place, especially when I was uh, in uh, treatment. But d don't let this get you as hard as this guy looks like he feels. But I'll play it for you now. Do you ever just sit back and realize that you're nobody's favorite person? That nobody needs you? That you're just going through the motions and you think well if nobody needs me then I don't need anyone so you isolate yourself and you keep to yourself because you can't get hurt that way for those of you who want a better commentary on things like this on things related to what this is man has said and other men and women have said you might check out the youtube channel of sarah dawn moore she can provide better commentary on things like this than i ever could i did not want to be D donald downer on this episode so let's talk about brighter things I did receive a note from uh, Charlize Theron, and I would like to thank her for the shout-out and say that I would like to work with her again, too. So, and she's not uh, against me playing it on this episode. So, we shall do so. And Theron is the proper way to say the last name I've so i'm sending so much love i'm so proud of you i miss you and i miss working with you so let's figure it out let's find that next job together um i hope that you are well and i'm sending you a big heart bye sending hearts back to you as well i've been trying to work it out to get her as a guest on the podcast but with her busy schedule it has been rather tough to arrange it is tough to get her as a guest as well so i gave chat gpt kind of a complex question and I thought, oh, this won't give me any response to this. But it did. And somewhat, it seems kind of generic, uh, like responses that anyone might give. And some were not. But I will read a question that I asked and then go through what it spit out to me. My question was, well, I told it to write a podcast audio script with complex questions from the host to Miley Cyrus based on her career and relationships. 
and we've already had our opening music. And welcome to our podcast. Today we have a very special guest with us, the multi-talented and multi-platinum recording artist, Miley Cyrus. Uh, Thank you for joining us. And had I known how to do anything with Python, I would have. But uh, it has to be read in my voice. Uh, You've had an incredible career in the entertainment industry with a very successful acting and singing career. But let's start by talking about your music career. You've released a number of hit songs over the years. And what's been the biggest challenge for you in maintaining your success in the industry? Those songs like Flowers and Wrecking Ball, I know that you stated you don't like uh, really singing Wrecking Ball anymore, but you will do it. Uh, Miley said, according to GPT, well, I think the biggest challenge for any artist is to continue to evolve and stay true to who you are. It's important to take risks and try new things, But at the same time, you need to stay true to your own vision and not be swayed by external pressures. You've worked with a lot of different producers and songwriters over the years. How do you choose who to collaborate with and what do you look for in a collaboration? Uh, For me, it's all about the vibe and energy in the room. When you're working with someone, you want to feel like you're on the same wavelength and that you're creating something special together. I also look for people who are passionate and creative and who are not afraid to take risks. Uh, Yeah, I've noticed that in (laughs) uh, some of your music videos. And... Uh, I did see a sign uh, from some guy that you asked to to get uh, on stage, and it's uh, read. It was written on cardboard, and it says "Miley wreck my balls." <laughs> and I think you stated something like, "Oh, your parents are so proud." <laughs> GPT says I would ask next. You've had a lot of personal struggles over the years, uh, and thank you for the train uh, coming by right now. (laughs) Oh, by the way, I enjoyed the song Flowers as well. Uh, And the personal struggles, including your publicized breakup with Liam Hemsworth and your struggles with substance abuse. How have these experiences impacted your music and your approach to your career? I also know you've had uh, uh, vocal surgery, uh, vocal cord, vocal uh, throat deal, and that must have impacted it. I know it's 
given you a rather husky uh, speaking voice anyway. And I think every experience you have in life shapes who you are as a person. As, as an artist, my struggles have definitely influenced my music. And I think they've made me more honest and vulnerable in my songwriting. As for my approach to my career, I've learned that it's important to prioritize my health and well-being and to not let external pressures dictate my decisions. Well, let's uh, see. Uh, You've been linked to uh, Nick Jonas, Liam Hemsworth, and most recently Cody Simpson. And I have seen you. I've seen her with some dude who looks. Uh, uh, well, he's got a whole ton of hair. That's for one thing I noticed. <laughs> I saw. I hardly saw a face with the, all that hair. But uh, I've learned that relationships are complex. Well, yeah, that's for everyone, and that they require a lot of work and communication. I've also learned that it's important to be true to yourself and to not compromise your own values for someone else. Ultimately, I think the key to a successful relationship is mutual respect and a deep connection. You've been very open uh, about your sexuality and gender identity, and you've been an advocate for the uh alphabet community what do you hope to achieve through your activism and how do you see yourself using uh your music platform to affect change i think it's important for everyone to feel accepted and valued for who they are regardless of their sexuality or gender identity Through my activism, I hope to create more awareness and understanding around these issues and help break down the barriers that prevent people from living their truth. As for my platform, I see it as a tool for education and inspiration. I hope to use it to promote positive change and inclusivity. Well, it's been great having you on today, and I wish I um, had I been able to to decipher what some of the YouTube videos uh, uh, <clears throat> were explaining on what you had to download and how you had to work it and stuff like that. It would have been in a somewhat simulated your voice, but. Uh, we're not supposed to do that, so this has been a GPT-generated thing. Uh, It's been an absolute pleasure having you on the podcast. Thank you for sharing your insights and experiences with us. And she ends it with, thank you so much for having me. (laughs) I don't know, I... I'm not one to have to have music playing all the time like some people to function during the day. And due to some health issues, I've been um, 
kind of out of the loop for a lot of music. <laughs> that isn't from the 80s. But I have picked up on uh, Wrecking Ball, which just goes way back, but that's when some uh, really wretched things started happening. But I know that's been around a while. And uh, Flowers, uh, I do enjoy that. And I do hear it a lot, I must say, uh, when I'm in uh, uh, certain big box retailers. Oh. Well, thank you uh, so much. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> well, that's uh, one question I gave to ChatGPT just to see what it would come up with. And uh, some of that. Yeah, you got you to gotta personalize it a little bit. Some of it's a little generic. I said give it in the, a complex nature. So it did bring up some things about about her, but uh, some of that I think uh, you know pretty much any uh, artist would uh, say those things. But <laughs> I wonder, you know, how you know, when this can, thing gets really advanced, how schools are going to deal with that as far as like homework goes. You know, write an essay on whatever, you know, some person in uh, America's history. Write a 500-word essay and here that can just go on here and uh, put uh, plug it in and it'll spit out a, uh, a thing for you in a few seconds. Uh, I didn't think it, this question would be answered at all, but it did. So I guess most of this stuff is based on uh, book learning by the uh, GPT algorithm program or whatever you need to call it. Well, I think I'm going to warp drive this episode of infotainment to the interwebs and hopefully you've enjoyed it with my first experiences using uh, chat GPT and 11 labs. Very interesting stuff, but you can check out my Facebook page. You can email me at randyms12 at gmail.com and Twitter all over, uh, let's see, TikTok and <laughs> You can get this uh, podcast almost anywhere. But I will say, I hope you have a uh, happy day today and a happy ending tonight. <laughs>